Welcome back to another Euro 45 podcast where we're young, opinionated, and relatable. It's Moye. And it's your boy Reb, y'all. What it do? Back again. Back again. And we hitting y'all with the copper drop fresh off the bat. Um, 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 um. Should I go first or do you want to do the honors, sir? Um... You can go first. You go ahead. All right, all right. Well, for the the first issue or the first piece we're going to talk about, Copper Drop, it's actually a shoe. You know, and I don't I don't really bring, I don't think I brought a shoe to the table. Oh, see, I brought a shoe last week, huh? Yeah, you've only done it like once or twice, though. Yeah, okay. Well, this is, we're doing it back to back for me, so this is just something rare. But um, I've seen this shoe, and it's the Chuck Taylor All-Star Crater. So everybody knows Chucks. Everybody loves Chucks. You know, being from Cali, Chucks, Chuck Taylors are in our culture. It's part of the history. It's like like Vans. Chucks and Vans. Every single person in Cali has either owned a pair, wanted a pair, or is about to get a pair. You know, it's just the lifestyle out here. And um, Converse is uh, dropping a new pair of Chucks with influence from Nike and Jordan with the new, it's like this new uh, space hippie trend that they uh, they kind of started. I think Nike, I want to say, started it. Right. Where it's got like a like a futuristic look to um, shoe silhouettes that they already had out. And so what Chuck Taylors, what they did is the main, it's like the main, uh, I guess, I don't want to call it the midsole because I know that's not. Not what it, actually it is the midsole so the midsoles are constructed of crater form which is like a gray color and like what you think a crater would look like if it became a fabric is pretty much what they used and then um on the uppers they, they used a new material called morpholon i don't know too much about it but from what i've read is that it's like recycled polyester and I mean, I, that's that's really the the most that I understood from it. But they're basically re- constructed the shoe of a bunch of recycled material, which is dope, you know, because that's like that's something that they a lot of people do with garments. At least like what's his name, um, Ralph Simmons. He does that shit a lot. And Dior is starting to to go crazy with that. Uh, the shoes coming out July twenty third. And it's gonna be only ninety five dollars. So only ninety five, huh? Only ninety five. And it it looks interesting. I mean, from from what I said so far, like I said, it's just, most of the shoe is gray. Near the heel, there's orange lines, and then the uh, I'm not too sure what's the name of the the bottom part of the shoe. Oh, so. As in, Okay, the outsoles are look like it has like um, paint splatter on it, and it's like baby blue. And laces are gray, so it look it looks cool, I guess. I mean, it's high. Would I cop? Honestly, I would cop, just because of how much of a fan I am of Chuck Taylors, and it's only ninety five dollars. 
It's like, why not? I probably would only rock them like once or twice <laughs> a year. But I don't even know if even that. But, but yeah, I could say that. That that could be a good average. Once or twice a year, they'd get rocked, and I, I'd fuck with it. I, I like it. I like it. I'm yeah, I'm recently getting back into Chucks, so that's probably why I um, I would cop these. Um, one thing I'll say about Chucks is they've been going crazy lately. They really been. They have. They've been stepping they it up. But as far as this shoe in particular, for me, I feel like they stole Nike's whole flow, bar for bar, on this. With the space <laughs> Low key. Low key. So I, I mean, I they 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 gave appreciation though. They didn't just say this is they shit. They did. They did shout them out. Said they were inspired yeah. by. But it's the whole like aesthetic and feel is exactly the same. It is. So it's for I for sure is. I can't. Uh, I couldn't cop personally, just for that reason. <laughs> just because you found Nike first, and just you because with their shit first, right? Just because the space hippie from Nike came out first, and I like those. So seeing these, it's like, oh, so this is what we doing? You see, but like, so I get you. I get you, and I. I uh, I mean, I I see why you feel that way, but the Nike and Jordan Space Hippies there to me it's just a lot going on. Like that's more of like a true like futuristic shoe. Whereas this, this is like some shit. It's still futuristic, but it's still like modern and min- minimalistic. So it could be like right. some shit you'd see in Back in the Future, Back to the Future, bro. Like yeah, the Nike would rock these. The Nike ones are a lot busier. Yeah, there are a lot more going on. That's why. And then I'm curious to see how the, this new technology they're incorporating feels on your foot. So, yeah. And Chuck Taylor been the com- never been a comfortable shoe. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. Niggas that got Chucks, they know. If you, if you rocking them all day, your feet going to be hurting. Right. So, you know, a comfy Chucks? And this, it looks like this? Hey, why not? I'm, I'm probably going to cut, bro. I mean, I'm going to try. Shit, why not? I'm going to try. Okay, so you copping. I'm, I'm dropping yes, on this one. Okay. So for my my submission for this week's copper drop, we have Jaden Smith new balance collab called the Vision Vision Racer. This is gonna be a low top shoe, real thick midsole, like real thick. Outsole has some some cool graphic designs on it. Some mesh um, quarter panel and some suede um, overlays and a mud guard on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy this shoe. Um, the only thing that is uh, making me hesitant to want to cop is I would want to see how thick the midsole is in person because it looks like it would be <laughs> real bulky. Yeah, real, real chunky. It's like a platform shoe, like a platform sneaker. Yeah, so I would just have to, that would be my only reservation in not copying. Okay, so what do, what do you, so what is that? What type of answer is that, cop or drop? It's, it's basically a cop, but, you know, uh, with an asterisk. <laughs> All right. I, I like it. I always like, I love, I love New Balances. But I've never owned a pair, mm. you know. And I, but I've always appreciated the New Balance shoe and thought of getting them. But 
never really leaned towards it. And this was like back, I want to say like 2000, 2010, 2011, like around that time. Mm-hmm. I was really, really on them and wanted them. And now they're like super popular again. I don't know why. So it's it's dope seeing Jaden uh, collab with him. This shoe itself, it's it's cool. I like it, but I don't I don't like the color. Really? No, I'd rather see that in in red. In red? Yeah, all I'm red. Sure. I'd, it'd be a cop. It'd be a cop for me if it was all red. I'm sure after the the July 24th release date, they'll come out in a couple more colors. Yeah. But then uh, again, I don't know. If this would be the first New Balance shoe I would cop. No, this this wouldn't even be my first New Balance. It wouldn't be my first one. It would be mine. <laughs> so I don't know if it's that worthy. You know, it's worthy of that title. So I'm gonna go ahead. up. Go ahead. So so with that being said, it's gonna be a drop for me. A drop. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's couple, it's tight though. It's tight though. It, it definitely is a creative creative shoe. Um, a couple design details I or just one design de- detail I didn't mention. Um, Jaden has his uh, signature on the sock logo, which I thought that was a a cool touch. Oh, he does. Yeah, he oh, does. Okay. okay. And um, they're gonna be coming out one fifty. Um, oh. So. See, New Balance and Skyrocket, bro. I don't know since it was like sixty, seventy dollars. The price gone up. <laughs> Golly. But switching gears, what do we have this week for Is It Vinyl Worthy? We got two albums that we will be talking about this week. The first, actually one of them is an EP. Uh, First one is Life on Earth EP by Summer Walker. And the second project, which is an album, also long-awaited, highly anticipated, Fresh Veggies 2. I said we get the, the EP out the way. Okay, go ahead. Um, So, Summer Walker, when she announced that she was dropping a new new music, everybody lost it because it's like, Over It was such an iconic R&B album. To me, that's, that's a vinyl. That's a vinyl album. That's your first vinyl that you said. I hope you realize that. Out Loud? No, I've said other other um, albums. Which one? This is an examples. Um, uh, My Dark Twisted Fantasy is a vinyl. Party Next Door 2 is a vinyl. Um, Erica, Baduism is a vinyl. But I've said others, I feel like, you know, just giving examples of, uh, of the rating system. Uh, so, Summer Walker's over it album to me is considered vinyl which is the highest tier as you know for this segment so so there's a lot to expect from the next project you know i wanted to see is it going to match up to that is it going to be better than that like well what are we getting here when i first heard it the first song was kind of whatever i think it's called uh let it go Mm-hmm. It was kind of, kind of whatever to me. I'm not gonna lie. And then the second song came on, and this is where I felt like, okay, I fucks with this shit. SWV, and some random nigga, no one, Noah. I don't know who the fuck this guy is and how he's on two of song, two of the songs of the five. But that nigga brought it and put in work. And honestly, for me, 
the only songs I really fuck with on the album are the songs with the random nigga, no one. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that the SWV and White T are the best songs on there. And you know how big of a Party Next Door fan I am, but I don't even really fuck with that song. Right. So now, brings us to what I'm going to rate it. Right. And as y'all know, vinyl is the highest. Fire. I mean, Slaps. Slapper. The second. Slapper. Below that is It's Nice. And then It's Aight. And Trash. I'm going to label it as... It's it's in between It's Nice and Slapper for me. It's okay. in between that. Because I... I don't like the, the the project as a whole. I only like, I only really really like two out of the the five songs. But those songs go, and I, they're on repeat for me. So I'm just gonna put it in that in between. It's nice and I. I mean, uh, it's nice and slapper. Okay, so my take on the EP is um, similar. Uh, going into it. I didn't really have any expect expectations because I didn't know the EP was coming. Mm. So, um, but at the it's still summer, so I, you know, kind of thought uh, I wasn't expecting over it. Mm -hmm. But uh, what was the EP she had? The first EP she had, Summer Walker EP. I was expecting something. You know, along those like lines, that. I guess. Yeah. But um, first song, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, a little shaky start, but you know. <laughs> you can bring it around. The second song hit. Yes, it did. It was a bop. It's definitely the best song on the album or the EP for me. Okay, okay. And then I was, when I seen that Party was on the next song, that's when I actually did have a high expectations because the Party song on the Over It album is the best song on the whole album to me. Oh, I don't, I wouldn't say that. But that's my song that hits. It's a song that, uh, that hits the soul for sure. But, um, Really, the only song I like is the SWV song. <laughs> so it's, it's, I'm going to rate it as it's nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can see that. It's, it's kind of average, you know, for her to, I feel like she waited a good amount of time to drop mm -hmm. some music. Not too long, not too sudden. But, which was for sure expecting a lot. And, and when I started to realize, a lot of the songs on Over It were produced by Sunny Digital. Really? Yeah, a lot of the songs were produced by him, nigga. And I feel like that's low-key a big part of the success. Now, I didn't realize it at first. Because <laughs> the production was, was on point for that album. She already has a great voice. And you know, the shit she'd be singing about is... It can sometimes be taken unisex-wise, so it could be for both male and female. But uh, this album was was not really that type of uh, that type of vibe to me. Hmm. All right, well, this brings us to the next project. Like I said before, highly anticipated. Fresh Veggies Two. 
by Rocky Fresh and Casey Veggies. So for those who don't know, um, Fresh Veggies 1 came out like 2011, I believe. Let me make sure because I don't want to put out the wrong information with this just because this is an album I like a lot. But yeah, so 2011. That's a hot minute ago. Almost 10 years. Right. These niggas took their sweet time to make a second one. And honestly, they didn't even make it seem like they were going to make a second one right after the first one. Kind of just came about. And I feel like it's because these niggas haven't really elevated from what they were back then. <laughs> you know? They've reached their peak in the industry. You talking about Casey? Casey got a little bit bigger. Rocky Fresh declined from how he was back then. Agreed. Um, so because they took this long of time, I feel like it, it, it took away the the what to expect factor, you know, our high expectations factor. Just because it's been so so long. And and I went into the album with no expectations. Like nigga, I don't even know if this shit gonna be if this shit gonna slap. I went in like that. <laughs> you know, like I I ain't heard Rocky rap in like years, nigga. Right. So I and like I knew Casey was gonna bring it. And then I was thinking like if they don't have super nice features, I don't know. And when I looked at the features, a lot of the niggas I didn't even recognize. So because of that, I'm like, all right, we'll see. We'll see what's up. Mm-hmm. But um, I was blown away, man. I was blown away. It's a, it's a good album. Start to finish, I fucked with it. It took a little bit for me to get into it in the beginning because I guess I just had to catch their uh, their vibe. Mm-hmm. But once I, I caught it and I was on the trip, I was enjoying it. And as soon as I finished hearing it, I listened to it again right back. So I'm going to label it as Slapper. Okay. Okay. Um, Who I think had the better verses? I may have to give it to Rocky. I don't blame you because Rocky was going in. He was, he going, was in. going in. He had a lot to prove. He was rapping. <laughs> he, he was rapping his ass off. So favorite song for me is most likely Down South. Okay, that's a solid down, one. Down, down South bangs, man. That's a Go solid ahead. Um, for me... Um, you introduced me to Casey. Right. I'll start off by saying that. Um, and I think you introduced me to him with uh, Live and Grow. Right. And still, that's my favorite Casey project. Yeah, to this it's, great. it's great. Uh, I listened to his last project, Organic. I was let down. Oh, no. I guess a little right. bit. So with fresh veggies coming out, kind of like you, I didn't know what to expect. Um, but I felt like it was it was slapping from the first track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My favorite song was um, "Walking Accomplishment." That's good. That's good. The one with Wale, right? Right. That Wale. Yeah. Yeah, it was Wale. I didn't look at the the features at all, and so the song was already slapping. And then Wale came in on it at the end. I was like, "Is that Wale?" <laughs> like hold up no, hold up so the song the album for me Rocky Fresh is MMG for niggas who don't know true true do you know uh, that I said true oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
But uh, I think for Casey to take this long and deliver this, I feel like it's only it's only right for the slapper. Yeah, I'm glad you feel the same way, man. That's... Casey, I've been rocking with him from high school, man. We from the same city, Inglewood. I've grown up with this nigga. Me and this nigga are the same age. That shit is crazy. So his his music has just been it's been there the whole time, and he stay consistent. I like where he's at. You know, I'm a, I'm always gonna be a fan of Casey. All right. Um, well, go ahead. I was gonna say uh, now that we finish with the segments, I want to address something that's been going crazy all over social media. Everyone's been talking about it. It's been on every podcast, every talk show. <laughs> it has? Yeah. Seems like it. <laughs> all over social media. I know that. I wanted to bring up Jada and Rill's Red Table Talk about August. I'll see. <laughs> oh, man. What was your first impression? Uh, so funny thing is I, I, I guess my first impression of, of the news are of the round table talk video. Or I guess both. Talk video. Both. All right. So for the news, I'll start with that. Um, I was shocked. I was very shocked because in my eyes, Will Smith and Jada Smith are that like power married couple of like Hollywood. Right. Where like, they're just so cool and their kids are dope, you know, and their kids are doing big things. So they got this this perception that they are just, they're up there. And I know, you know, not everything's perfect, but something like this, (laughs) I was just, I just was like, Oh shit. So the news I heard was that, um, Jada took care of, or Jada and Will took care of August when he was at a low point in life. Right. And that they built a Jada and, and August built a crazy bond with each other mm-hmm. to the point where they were taking like trips together and like just, just, you know, doing some, some shit. And supposedly Will gave the blessing and then I'm tripping because I'm like, wait, Will gave the blessing. And then I find out that, and this is all a rumor too, that they're like swingers. Mm-hmm. And so this is all crazy news to me. So now I'm, so now finding out that they're supposedly swingers, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, damn, like, this is what these niggas been doing this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no clue. So right. it, it made. Because it was both of those news at the same time, it made the August shit seem just a lot more real. Like I wasn't taking it as a rumor. I was like, damn, like she out here. What's he been doing? Like what's Will been doing? Right. But it was just funny. The timing of August doing it is is terrible because his album just came out. It's like, it seemed like a publicity stunt in a way too. Right. So I was. Just, it was just funny to me, you know, and I didn't really like take it seriously and then 
we get to the red table talk. Right. When they discussed it, Will and, and Jada sit down. And before I saw the table talk, I was seeing memes of just Will Smith looking like he crying and just an entanglement, just being the main, the main like the topic subject. of the meme. Yeah, the main subject of the meme. And I didn't know, like, I didn't know how to how to understand it truly because I ain't seen the red table yet. Right. So during that moment in the red table when Jada was like. Um, yeah, me and August, we had an entanglement and da, da, da. And then Will was like, he's like, you guys had a what? He was like, an entanglement. And he said, an entanglement? <laughs> <laughs> I was dead because I wasn't expecting him to call her out on that shit. I'm glad he fucking called her out on that shit. Like, bitch, come on now. <laughs> what kind of shit is this? An entanglement? Seriously? So that was the funniest part and, the, the, and, and why I see all the memes have came from it. But it, 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 Jada seemed like she was answering that shit like a politician. Right. And they had the real talk off camera, of course. Of course, when it first happened. Exactly. And then they cleared up that it was four years ago it happened. So that was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, so it is, it is interesting why it's coming up now. And it, it leads back to like August on the like he has a new album drop and he didn't drop music in a hot minute so this just helps his fucking career um but i don't think it's gonna make people look at them differently if motherfuckers already thought they were swingers that was already the narrative behind closed doors i don't think it's gonna make them look at them differently for me it's i don't look at them differently now it's just like damn these niggas they just out here they just out here now well um, I would love to hear well, one last thing. Though, I would love to hear Jaden. His, his take. <laughs> his take. I would love yeah. to hear it. <laughs> Especially because him and August are kind of like in um, the same age. Yeah, age bracket. Exactly. Oh, with and just one more, one more thing. I know I'm saying a lot, but one more. Actually, I'll wait. I'll wait till after you say your piece. Okay. Yeah, I'll just wait. So. <sighs> My take on this whole thing, right? Um, going into it, I didn't see any memes. And, oh, go before that, I should say, when August came out and said, uh, did like his little tell-all about his and Jada's relationship, uh-huh. I didn't think he was lying. Just because... No. Like, if you listen to his music, he he comes off very genuine. He talks a, a lot about his personal life. So I didn't think that he would make that up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when I'd seen what August had said during his little tell-all or his, his interview, it made me think of, um, did you used to watch Gotham? Yeah. I remember there was this one scene of this random episode where uh, Jada's character like popped it crazy on Penguin. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, damn, Jada out here like this? And what if, <laughs> if like Will was on set? <laughs> like, did he get the okay? That's what I was thinking. And yeah. I thought back to that moment when uh, August was uh, doing his speech. Right. And so now fast forward to the Red Table Talk. 
I just felt like the whole Red Table Talk felt so forced. Like, Will did not mm. want to be there at all. No. You can see in his face. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he, he was... That nigga was hurt. He, he was, was hurt. So hurt. He and was he was so looking hurt. like he was fighting <laughs> the <laughs> urge. <laughs> fighting tears and the urge to come across the table. <laughs> I know. It's not her. Like, we here because of you. This is right. your fault. Because he, he was like... Um, what did you do, Jada? Like, why are we here? <laughs> exactly. He and is then hurt. Jada, to me, she felt like she was like, it's her show, but she was kind of like tiptoeing around it. Like, she was. She was she on never, smiles and like. You know? She never really got straight to it or said what really went down. Nope. And I just, I couldn't, like, this is your show. I've seen a couple of the Red Table Talks you've had. Normally, you're not like this. Right. Also, normally she has her family members on the show. Her daughter, mm -hmm. moms is normally there. None of them was there for that episode. <laughs> I just, I, I felt, I guess overall, after watching it, I felt um, I kind of felt bad for Will because I knew what was coming for him. Oh, I knew what the what the internet had in store. Oh, and then something else too. I didn't even finish watching it all the way through the first time. Mm -hmm. I missed that like whole bad marriage for life thing that they said, mm -hmm. which was to me super cringy. Why would you even like like what? Mm -hmm. Wait, what? What exactly for the bad marriage for life? I don't. I seen it all, but I'm trying to remember. It was like, part. you know how they say, um, "Bad boys for life." Like uh, okay, okay. It was so, like something like that. Yeah, it was just like super cringy to me, and they were like oh, laughing at about it. Yeah, one thing I remember was how Will was like. I gotta get I gotta get back at you, <laughs> and she laughed like, like you already did that. <laughs> and nigga was like, oh, well, oh yeah, you're right, type shit. So I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> he's he's taking a lot of fucking backlash because of this. He's taking a lot. Like internet is going crazy, bro. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I yeah. thought the way that the memes are with him like crying in the memes mm -hmm. i thought because i saw the memes before i saw the the red table so i thought he shed tears in the red table yeah <laughs> but but just his face you could just see like you said he didn't want to be there right and um there's something else i was gonna say about it i'm sure that um will has been because it seems like they I don't think they're swingers because I don't? actually no I think Jada came out and um dismissed that like whole rumor I think that they have like a open marriage over relationship type deal well, that's 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 swingers in a, in a sense no you because they're other people but swingers they do it together not necessarily mm. 
But most of it, yeah, it's like some orgy shit. I, right. I get you. It's like uh, a foursome, and you guys are just like trading partners. That's what I I yeah. envision swingers as, as. And I'm sure Will has been. He's been slanging it. Oh hell yeah! He's he's been out here. Hell yeah! So I think that's where that you already got me comment came from. But but I think Jade is the mastermind. Clearly, I think I think Will has been chasing. Like you know how like every relationship, there's always it's clear who loves who more, mm-hmm. and it's mainly within that relationship. Some people can see it outside looking in, but I think this is one of those relationships where. Will loves Jada more. You think so? He, I think he's been chased. Because think about this. Jada, and she said this, mm-hmm. her and Tupac were, that was that was damn near her soulmate. Like, they connected on such a deep level right. from the jump. And Will has been chasing this. <laughs> even though, like, what's her name? Uh, Willow. Willow has even said how much of a role model Tupac is to her. She never even met the nigga. Like she only has those stories from her mom to go off of. Right. You know? So what I'm trying to say is that there's been multiple incidents in their relationship for the public where it shows Will being taking the backseat to Jada's feelings in a way. Or to to just like Jada shit. That's what I'm gonna call it. Mm Mm-hmm. Tupac is the first Jada shit. Now it's August. I mean, I don't know too well about their timeline of um, things they've done, but just because of that. <laughs> and then one thing I noticed about the Red Table Talk was how Will emphasized how much he thought that they weren't never going to come back together again when they right. took that break. How he said that. And, the, and he how he said it. it. Yes, it was like she fucked up. Right. That's how I took it. She fucked up, and he needed to go figure it out. Mm-hmm. So because of that, <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm I'm just just brainstorming here with that. I, I forget exactly. You were saying that Will has been like chasing Jada, and Jada is like, or Will loves Jada more. He, he he does. I think, and I, I feel like that's just clear. And Jada is the one that's in uh, in control at the moment. We'll see if Will becomes petty, like he was joking about. But then again, we may not even see. I don't think that Jada is like in control, though. I think that Will was kind of like forced into doing the red table talk. Like he he, he was forced by the public. He was forced Jada. By the public and Jada, they had to get in front of because the rumors were already out there. Because August had went and done, said his yeah. piece. So I don't think that, like, Jada is in control of the relationship, or that Will necessarily loves Jada more than Jada loves him. <clears throat> I I just I just think that man. I just think that. I'm not gonna lie. And then like another thing is. They didn't say anything about talking to August about this shit. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants to know because the most the 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 most realistic thing any human being would do if there was accusations on them made to the public, they're going to reach out to that person that made those accusations. Well, 
I don't think it's accusations to them. I, it's, think I mean, it I mean, it's it's not accusations anymore, but it's they're gonna reach out to that person. Like, why? Especially if it's four years later. I'm why? sure they, there were some private combos. Well, we want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we at least touch upon it. You know, just, they didn't say anything about talking to August about this shit. Right. About him coming out and and, and saying this now. Um, and then the the crazy part, I think August at the time was as old as Jaden is now, like twenty three. He was like twenty three at the time, right? I don't know. I don't know how old he was at the time. Um, something I wanted to bring up. Do you think Will and I mean Jada and August were doing their thing in the same house, the house that Will built Ooh. for Jada? Ooh. It's probably the house is probably that big that you know. Yeah, everyone. I, mean, I can see it. <clears throat> I can see it. Will you is act it, like Will is home all the time? That nigga is a true. fucking actor. He's he's gonna be gone. He's a megastar. Yeah. yeah. In the bed, in their bed, I don't think it was. It wouldn't think it, it was that disrespectful. But in the house, yeah, I, I would hope it was. Sure. <laughs> I would hope not. That would take this to a whole nother level. Because I even heard some shit that that Will was smashing uh, Margaret Robbie. Yeah, from um, Wolf of Wall Street and the movie they did together. Right, right, right. So, I'm sure that that would that would have been a knife to Jada's gut for sure. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Especially because she white too. Jada gonna feel some type of way. <laughs> white blonde. Yeah, everything yeah. that a black girl hates. <laughs> right. Oh shit! Well, let me hit you with a um, uh, like a social experiment type of thing now. Uh-huh. So if the roles reverse and Will was the one that had a relationship with a young musician, female musician, and the story came out the same way, Mm -hmm. do you think the backlash or the comments would be as in, for Jada right now, it's more of like, um, you kind of look at Will as the one at fault. Or like he, you know, your girl shows up on somebody else, whatever. Or you, um, you let this happen, type shit. Right. Or it's not really her fault. And then if if they say it's her fault, it's like she took advantage of August. Right. Right. But then they're not like truly, truly dwelling in, in on that and going crazy about it. The roles were reverse, and it was Will. I think. What do you think the female community would act knowing that he was with a, a girl pretty much the same age as his daughter? Right. And and she's coming out saying the same shit August is saying. Okay, so if Will Smith had uh, entanglement <laughs> yeah, with, quote unquote, quote unquote, with a young female musician who was sick or going through like some emotional emotional stuff yeah the narrative would have been completely different exactly let's say Kehlani because Kehlani went through some emotional shit remember oh yeah yeah she did have that that uh sprout that period so let's Um, say it's Kehlani (laughs) I feel like he would have got cancel culture would have attacked him with a quickness oh man 
Will Smith would be he'd go from one of the most loved niggas to the most hated. Oh man. Overnight. Niggas would be burning uh fresh print CDs. Bruh, it would be bad. It would be terrible. Niggas would be burning bad boys shit. Oh, it would be terrible, bruh. That's where that double standard comes into play, bro. Yeah. Like a lot of people are saying that that August Alcina, because he's a man, he couldn't have been taken advantage of by Jada. He could have though, because he exactly. was sickly and he needed help. <clears throat> but but I'm hearing that that uh I'm hearing that people say that. Like, no, there's no way he was taken advantage of. He knew what he was doing, blah, blah, blah. It's not Jada's. Like, Jada's not in the wrong at all. I don't think anybody's in the wrong. You don't think anyone's in the wrong? I don't think anybody's in the wrong, man. They're, from what they've given us, from the information they've given us, you don't think, think Jada were... You don't think Jada's in the wrong? For, for being a cougar? A young nigga wants her? A young bull is on the prowl? She's in her forties. She still feels like she got it because August could have any female he wants at that time. It still now, yeah, even now. But at that time when he was more mainstream, he 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 could have had pretty much any female that he wants. That's in his around his age, in his in his his lifestyle. So for him to go after her, that made her feel some type of way. Especially when her and Will are broken up, so she's in that emotional state. Where like someone that is is showing her that she means so much to to them, and just making her feel wanted. You know you can't you, you can you can go ahead and say that August took advantage of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> it has a double standard. <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree with you, man. <laughs> I feel like Jada is in the wrong a thousand percent. A thousand. A thousand, because it's one thing. Because I'm sure if they have an open marriage, that Will is out here doing his thing, Jade is out here doing her thing. But mm-hmm. it's completely different if you're in a relationship with somebody. If you start a entanglement or a relationship with the person that you're the other person that you're seeing. But you, we don't know if Will did not do that or if Will did that or not. The way he was acting on the table talk, he seemed like he didn't. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's because true. if he if he did, his energy wouldn't have been like that. It's true. It's true. I feel like Will just had like crazy moments, probably crazier singular moments. Like he's been playing his, he's been doing his shit well. He ain't got caught up. You're right. You're right. He's chilling. I don't know. I don't think. I don't want to fault Jada. I I don't I just feel like her and August were both in a weird place and they leaned on each other for help and they went too far and it's just it's coming out now for some reason. It's coming out now. Will I continue to fuck with the Smith family? Hell yeah. Oh, I'm curious to see how this is gonna affect Will Smith's career. Moving forward, hell yeah. <laughs> Am I gonna start watching Red Table Talk? Shit, probably. Um, that's one thing I didn't 
say that you kind of touched on? How does this change my view of the family, if it does at all? Um, I feel like I'd be lying if I said that this doesn't make me look at Will differently. Like a sucker? Not like a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wasn't going to take it that far. <laughs> but it's just like, damn. Like, like, Will, you too, huh? <laughs> you should have stayed with the narrative that I gave August my blessing. <laughs> <laughs> like, if if he doesn't do the, the Red Table Talk, and it's just out that Will, you know, gave August the nod. Yeah. It's almost like it doesn't look crazy at all. Era it as doesn't as it, as it looks but it really doesn't his appearance in the red table talk and just the <laughs> the how come he don't want me or how come she don't want me memes alone oh my god oh my god those were the, those were tough to watch the, that was the worst ones those were tough to watch because <laughs> being a fan of fresh prince and knowing that moment it was it was just tough <laughs> to watch Oh, it almost man. made me think that uh, he said that for real. I know. I told you you've been chasing Jada his whole his whole marriage. How <laughs> you chasing your wife? That's that's tough, man. Yeah. Man. Oh, one thing I kind of want to the question I have for you now. Mm-hmm. Does this? This scenario, this situation, change your view on monogamy at all? Explain to me exactly what monogamy is, sir. Like the idea of marrying one person that you're supposed to be with one person. Does it change? Does that like does, does it change how my viewpoint on monogamy? Yes. No, no, it doesn't. I, I am very uh, old school when it comes to the idea of marriage, because of my parents' background. They are very. They come from a third world country, and they're just you know they're to the book. Mm-hmm. So marriage means a lot to me, mm-hmm. and it's like if, if when when I get married, I'm in it. I'm, Till it's over, I'm not trying to redo that shit. Trying to, and if and if it it does end, I'm just not gonna be married again. Right. So if I choose to be married and have that title of being with this one person, that's what it's gonna be. Hmm. Would I like something like what's what is what did the the Mormons do? What do you mean polygamy? Mormons don't they polygamy where they got multiple wives and shit? Mm-hmm. Every nigga in his right mind would love that. I don't know though. It might be like something that would be too good to be true. It depends exactly. on how many, it's a fantasy. how many wives you would have. It's a, it's a fantasy, so it's a want. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> All right. So, does this change your view on monogamy? I wouldn't say it. It changes it completely, but I've already been kind of like questioning um like monogamy and this 
kind of makes me want to further deepen that questioning. Questioning? How so? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Why am I questioning? When you say, when you say, yeah, when you say you're questioning monogamy, like you trying to be a player for life type shit? That's what that sounds like. No, I just, I don't know if like, if we're really meant like as human beings, yeah, to be with one person. Like, I don't know if I like believe in that because I think I might be wrong about this, but I think that um, in ancient times, um, monogamy wasn't even a thing. And the only reason why it became a, th- a thing was uh, all the rich men had many wives, kings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monogamy only started because the poor men, they, they couldn't find any women. There weren't any men, women left. They couldn't do what the kings were doing. Oh. <clears throat> so, so they just started marrying uh, one one woman. To even the playing field. Right. And then it kind of, I guess, Western society kind of adopted that as the way. So you're saying that motherfuckers wanting multiple partners could be a part of the DNA. Could be part. That's what um, other animals do. You, you're right. <laughs> you are right. Spread the, the seed animals. and keep it moving. They all every dog is a deadbeat dad. I'm saying <laughs> so. You are you are correct about this. So it's, that's just something I've been like. That's know, something that's going to upset a lot of people. Thinking about. Prepare for uh for the backlash. <laughs> for what, on my on my take my comments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh man, that's it's genuinely what I've been thinking. How I feel. I mean, I, I respect it. I respect it. I but I guess change so. viewpoint. Right, right. Well, this has been another episode of the Your 45 podcast. Yes, sir. I hope you all have enjoyed. If you have, like, share, and subscribe. Go tell your friends about it as usual. Until next time. Dos, dos.